It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he runs the personal experience section for Cracked, and he has one of the greatest beards I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. You can see him doing comedy at an unpopular opinion show in the near future. April, I think. And you can listen to him now, ladies and gentlemen, Robert Evans. Also joining me, this is his second time on the show. We have shot guns together. We've gone to the Los Feliz murder house together. And now we're uh, doing another fucking podcast together. How much fun is that? And actually, I think it's his third time on the show. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Soren Bowie. I made all that up. It's going to be a great show. You'll feel it. We'll feel it. Feel it out. I'll feel you. All right, here we go. It's because we touch dicks so much. Never. <laughs> I really wish you were recording when I said that. But we're recording now! I was recording when you said that. Maybe I'll include that. Yeah, you should keep it in. The episode today, lots of cracked people. Robert Evans. Hey, hey. You run our personal experience section. Hey, hey. You're named after a famous director. Hey, hey. Do you get that joke all the time? Yeah, the only joke is that I'll, I'll never be on the first page of Google, no matter what I do. If I, like, save three people from a burning building and write a best-selling novel about it, I still won't be on the first page of Google, because that guy made Godfather. That's why I use my middle name. There are so many Adam Browns I would have to kill to make the front page, and one of them's a Navy SEAL who already died, so it's going to be tough. Yeah, you've got to, like, destroy his legacy. That's the only way to... I'm working on it. Yeah. Soren Bowie. Hey, everybody. It's Soren Bowie. I'm on the first 10 pages of Google for Soren Bowie. <laughs> it's really hard to get to anybody who's not. You usually get into like Soren Kierkegaard or David Bowie by about page 10 or 11. Makes sense. Have you two either, have either of you listened to the show recently? What, what show? You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about the important things I've been up to since last week. That's why the segment's called This Week in Me. And it's about to get really intense. Were either of you ready for that? No, this feels very much like a right-wing political show now. Yeah, yeah. Are, are we going to start calling him Obama? Because I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, fr- my favorite Obama nickname while we're on that topic. Obama? No, the Fresh Prince of Bill Ayers. <laughs> That's a really great nickname. Yeah, that's amazing. You know what I'm going to do? Stop eating Skittles while I'm recording a podcast. Uh, I bet everyone at home would appreciate that. <laughs> They'd be into it. So here's the thing. The podcast today is about guns. And I didn't know it was going to be about guns. And then I had already asked Soren to do it. And as luck would have it, you're the only person I've ever shot a gun with. That's right. Yeah. That was creepy and fun. Man, yeah, you should tell that story. Yeah, we will. We'll talk about it. <laughs> And Robert Evans is probably the biggest gun fanatic I know. Yes. I tried to go shoot guns with Robert Evans once, and the place was so packed of people, I assume, letting off steam that we weren't allowed in. Yeah, it was it was a bummer. Was um, it like an assault rifle only kind of range? Because you have, I have a lot. heavy guns. I have a lot of guns. I have less than I used to. I only have like seven or eight now. Are any of them illegal? Should we not no, be talking they're all about illegal. this? They're all legal. It's, there aren't really many illegal guns in the United States. Because they Most made of them, all of them legal? Because they just took, like, the definition of guns. I'm really glad you said that, because the reason I decided to talk about guns today, I was watching a documentary yesterday morning called Secret America, Mm -hmm. and it was about how easy it is to buy guns in Arizona. And this guy just, like, offhandedly was like, yeah, you know, there's only one gun store in all of Mexico. Mm -hmm. It's on a military base. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Everything I know about Mexico is food and murder. 
gun like gun violence uh, and fireworks i think yeah there's something Lich. like 4000 gun stores in the united states and this isn't there's more than that in the united states there's like 4000 gun stores on the border or near the border between Jesus. mexico and the united states that are believed to make like a significant portion if not the majority of their income from sales that eventually wind up being funneled down into mexico but yeah. how are they buying those guns like illegally so you've heard of the gun show loophole no Okay, well, that's what? a that's a term that's yeah, used yeah, yeah. a lot in like it, it's bullshit. There's no gun show loophole. There's no loophole. It's what what people are talking about when they talk about that is certain states like Texas and Arizona have face to face sales legal. And I'm less familiar in Arizona's laws, but I know that in Texas, face to face sales are unregulated. So those if are parking I have, lot sales. Yeah, they can yeah, be. If basically. I have like an AK-47, and I'm, we're in Texas, you, you can, can list give it on me four hundred dollars for that AK-47. I just hand it to you. I don't check your ID. I don't background what? check you. You could yeah. be a pedophile with a history of violent assault convictions who's used guns to threaten police officers and it's legal for me to sell you a gun as long as I don't look into it. Yeah. Wait a second, so all those scenes in movies where people are, have guns laid out on a motel bedroom and they're deciding which one they want to buy, that's complete. That's the most legal part of that story? It, it, in it, it depends. In now, many states. You, can't, you cannot sell guns face-to-face -face in that way if you are what's called an FFL, which is a federal firearms licensed dealer or whatever. I forget exactly what it stands for, but if, you're, if you run a gun store, you have to do background checks and stuff. You cannot ever even personally sell someone a gun that way. But if you're just an individual and you don't make your income selling guns, you can sell a gun to whoever you want. When I was 19, I bought a handgun and three rifles from a dude out of the back of his car for $250. And there was a cop at the other end of the parking lot. He didn't even, this was in Texas near Dallas. He didn't even go up to us and be like, hey, what's going on with this? Because it's fine. Thanks, it very Texas. Legal. You know what we should do is just, we should try swapping Canada and Mexico for a little while. And just see if it's easier, like, if you, the less guns go up there when you've got, like, Vermont and New Hampshire right there at the border, where it's, like, coming down. Because yeah, Texas, Texas, Texas is right next with. to Mexico. Yeah, it almost... It's not a good deal for Mexico. Yeah. Great like, deal for Texas. We get some amazing food. Maybe we should swap places with Canada, because I'm sure Canada would be a good buffer. Oh, that's... Yeah, sure Canada that's would probably handle would probably handle in a very humane way, you know, because then we could the just trickle people trying to get into the country for work. Like, instead of having to send our shitty stuff both directions we could just send it down yeah but then it just falls down whatever gets that's how gravity works we'd yeah. only have two borders to patrol no, but the problem is canada has prescription drug up. laws and i wouldn't be able to drive three hours down to canada and pick up a bunch of pain pills and that's i can do that point. right now that is yeah you can't get i thought you could just go to canada you gotta have a prescription and all that shit can't you do it online aren't all those shady but can't you just go to a doctor and he'll be like sure good day sir Maybe uh, like no i don't pills. have the back pain necessary to oh. get soma Oh. Sorry. Aren't all those shady internet pharmacies in Canada? Yeah, but don't they mostly just deliver here? That's where I used to get hallucinogens. Well, this back is where we yeah. are. We're in America. I'm so yeah, ill-suited for this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> okay. No, you are. You, shot, to the you shot a gun with Adam once. You're perfectly suited. Soren's so high right yes. now. I, I can't even speak. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you were talking about face-to-face uh, -face gun sales. This woman who hosted the documentary, I can't remember her name. God damn Oprah it, I feel Winfrey. shitty. It's called Inside Secret America. It's on Netflix. She was going to gun stores in Arizona. She was making what's called straw purchases, which mm -hmm. are highly illegal. Super illegal. Uh, where it's basically you go in and pass the background check, but you're buying the gun for someone else. But she added an extra step to it where she called the guy she was buying the guns for on the phone in front of the clerk. And all of them except one was like, yeah. Well, like, one of them said she could buy 20 identical AK-47s. How did he even have that? How he did didn't. He... Here's the thing. He would have had to order them. The only store that wouldn't let her buy them was also the only store that had them in stock. So they're, like, the only store that's like, no, we're not going to sell you 15 AK-47s. We got other and that's people why coming AK, <laughs> That's why their AK-47s aren't selling. Because who's buying AK-47s except Robert Evans and drug cartels. They're super fun. Oh, I see. So they had they had a surplus because they were actually doing Yeah, they're checks. actually being ethical about things. Like, they came over and they were like, you know, every one of those guns is going to fire exactly the same. If you're buying 15 of them, it can't be for a good reason. <laughs> and they were the only store that said that. Everyone else was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. It makes me even nervous that you're allowed to walk into a regular gun store here and... And just buy, like, you could buy seven guns you're just by yourself. Well, you, you'd have to, there's a 10-day waiting period in California. Okay. 
What do they think is going to happen? Don't go in those crazy, Soren. I think it's to stop people who are like, "I'm pissed off now," and, and that's going to. But it's a, a ten day cushion is nothing. It's not they like just buy one gun and a lot of bullets. <laughs> yes. Like, would that accomplish the same thing? You still got to wait ten days. Oh, I don't yeah. know if that actually. I, I don't know if there's any like evidence yet that that actually helps or reduces violence at all. Um, yeah, because I think mass shootings take planning. Yeah, and no one who's planning a mass shooting is going to be like, well, fuck, 10 days. That right, upsets it all. Right, they got a stockpile of, like, it took them a long time to learn how to make their pipe bombs, how to, like, amass all of those bullets and all of those How weapons. to unlock their parents' gun cabinet. Go mm-hmm. buy those duffel bags that they're going to need. Trench coats. Yeah. A lot of work that goes into it. You know, I almost, I came very close. I don't own a gun, but I came very close to buying a gun. Really? Yeah. I moved into a neighborhood that's not it doesn't have a history for being terrific. The I, one you just moved yeah, to. Yeah, I don't recently? know if you're familiar with South Central, Los <laughs> Angeles. Yeah, Soren Bowie lives in Ice Cube's neighborhood. And I had considered it, and I was like, well, I looked at crime reports in that area and everything, and I was like, okay, well, they're, it's a little high, but couldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just listen to a fucking NWA album? We went and moved down, like we went and hung out down there for a long time, thinking, well, there's got to be something to this because we felt totally safe while we were there, and the neighborhood's beautiful, and we were like. What is yeah. going on? Like, what's the disconnect here? Why are these houses all, like, $300,000 cheaper? And, uh, <laughs> and so we hung out down there for a very long time. And it turns out that, for the most part, that everything's much cheaper down there just because people are afraid of black people, and that's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, oh, well, that's fine. Well, we're not. Let's just live here. And uh, so we got a house. But then you were like, fuck it. I'm going to buy a gun. <laughs> well, so then we, I started looking at the crime reports, and I was like, okay. so let's To fit out. in. There's quite a bit of crime here. And I, and I have a wife, and I was like, well, I don't want a situation where anybody breaks in our house at night. The day that we moved in, we actually heard gunshots <laughs> as we were moving in. But uh, we we got in, and I thought about buying a gun, and then I decided against. Like I got into shooting and stuff. I went tried to go shooting with Robert Evans. I went shooting with you. That was right around the time that I was thinking about buying one. And then I realized what a terrible idea that would be because me with a gun, as somebody who doesn't go shooting regularly, doesn't handle a gun regularly. I've, there are moments where I hear something outside or I hear something. I, my house has actually been broken into since I've lived there. Uh, but I, I will have a baseball bat. It got broken into really recently. I'll tell you that story too. Yikes. But I, I would like go downstairs with a baseball bat. And I was like, well, if I had a gun, I would be doing all of this again. But I'd be doing it with a gun. Like I'd just be wandering <laughs> around my downstairs looking out windows holding a gun and just seeing raccoons and stuff. But like it's way too dangerous to give me a gun. Yeah. And yeah. I was aware of that, and I was like, you know what, it doesn't even, there's there's no reason I should own a gun. I should own a baseball bat, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't even think about using a gun for self-defense unless you're going to commit to training with it to the point where you're really comfortable right. with yeah. it. You have to be really comfortable with it. You have to, and even then, like, it's one of those things. Do you really think that if someone breaks into your house, you're going to wake up in time? Or to, you have the wherewithal to, because yeah. to, to, you're going to keep it in a safe, most likely. Yeah. Even if it's a thumb lock safe, like you have to, and then you're not going to keep it loaded, most likely. Yeah. And I, I think the odds in general of a crazy person breaking into your house when you're there with the intent of doing you physical harm are much lower than the odds of someone breaking in when you're not there right. and then having a gun. And then taking <laughs> yeah. a gun. Yeah. Then they get yeah, a yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what, and you know, all those things, because that's what happened. When our house got broken into, it was when we weren't there. It happened last week. Mm-hmm. That's when you want it to happen. Exactly. Yeah, Actually, it's the best time for your house. Yeah. There was something robbed. very comforting about the <laughs> fact that they didn't try and do it in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, Leave out some cookies next time. <laughs> Thank you for coming when I'm not home. But yeah, they, they broke in our back window. It turns out window locks, completely ineffectual. If you just put a crowbar There's under a window. There's a bunch of stinky old glass in the middle. You can just break it. <laughs> no, yeah. they won't do that. I mean, if they're sophisticated enough, they like to keep a low profile so they're not shattering you glass. Pop oh, okay. that shit. What do you mean they? <laughs> I'm just joking. He means criminals, teenagers, Everybody. of course. This I is- live in Los Feliz, which is only white people with mustaches and flannel shirts. Well, hold and on. I hear yes. gunshots all of the time. Yeah, you're you're on the border. Actually, you like live on the cusp of two very different communities in Los Feliz. I've lived there before, and you've got Armenian mafia on one side of you. Oh yeah, and oh, then you've yeah. got hipsters on the other well, side. You're generally pretty safe with gunshots as long as they're not being shot by the police. Like that's when it's dangerous. Yeah, cops. Don't what are you know talking about? I'm white. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> just but, but fucking Armenian mobsters and and, I've never and like even seen gang members. Like they're super accurate. There's a they. <laughs> The FBI did this big study on, like, cop killers versus the people who killed them and found out that, like, the cops who were killed in shootouts 
tended to practice, and this seems to be about the national average, something like 150 to 300 rounds a year in training, like a very low number of rounds a year expended in training. Whereas the criminals who carried around guns regularly and who used them effectively against the police practiced on like an almost daily basis. Like they were out there shooting and training and they were very proficient with their weapons. So yeah. I just want, I want to butt in and just say I was at Disney's California Adventure yesterday and on the Toy Story Midway <laughs> Mania ride, I had 29% accuracy. That that makes you almost exactly as accurate I was as the firing New York a lot, City though. I got a, I If you brought a gun, on, it would have been more accurate. The, I bought everyone on, I beat everyone on my team but I had the lowest accuracy because I was I just fired the most rounds. So. Yeah, no, that's uh, that makes you in line with the NYPD. They're Thank like you. the best trained police department Thank in the you. U.S. And they hit in and shootings. They, they hit thirty percent of the time their target, and that that's the NYPD's numbers. And they only reach thirty percent because they include police suicides as one shot stops. So they're counting like whenever a cop kills himself, they count that as like, oh no, he hit his target, fucking nailed it. Wow, a thousand percent. Yeah, I do remember when that story came out about a shooting outside of a a building in New York, yeah. and everyone was like, "It's a mass shooting, a lot of people injured." And then the news started to come out more and more. I was like, "Okay, well, it's one guy who wanted to go and threaten someone with a mm-hmm. gun." Well, it was actually the police that shot everyone by yeah. accident. Yep, shot like eleven people and injured them. Uh, taking down this one. I don't want to also say that I disrespect the police officer. Let me just be on record saying that I like the police. Yeah, I would say <laughs> I just that think too, they need to train with their fucking guns. I think that they're great. I think they do a good job. They were very helpful with my burglary. Lots of cops <laughs> listen to podcasts. I live in Santa Monica. Fuck the police. <laughs> I haven't seen them in years. Well, Unless I, you're jaywalking. Adam, yeah, that's then you'll true. Come out. Yeah, that's true. Okay. This is the only city I've ever lived in where I'm worried about jaywalking. I go to Albuquerque all the time, and people will go to cross a street, not at a crosswalk, and I'm like, "What are you doing? We're gonna get arrested." <laughs> and I forget that that's only a Los Angeles thing. Like even in New York, Nobody. if you can oh, get across, that's not no. even if a you Los can get across the thing. street. That's a Santa Monica thing. In New York, you're an asshole if you're standing on the corner waiting for it to turn to the yeah. little white yeah, yeah, walking yeah, yeah. guy. But in Santa Monica, they have nothing else to do except bust you for jaywalking. Brett, when I lived in Los Feliz, I lived in basically the house where Raymond Chandler wrote about uh, wrote Trouble Is My Business, and Philip Marlowe lives there in the story, like as a detective. Down the street from me, a house got shot up by the Armenian Mafia with, an, with I assume, an Uzi, because it's like the pattern on the wall was like <laughs> very like clear, like somebody was not in control of this gun. Uzi. And it goes up, <laughs> and uh, they just did it as like a warning. So your neighborhood is not so safe. Or, I mean, my girlfriend lives on a street that's very much in, like an Armenian Mafia-controlled street. There is 24 hours a day, there are Armenian fellas in suits just hanging out, smoking cigarettes, just double parked just keeping an eye on the street i would be so and into that it's very safe it's actually yeah. quite safe. it's actually quite safe they're a little aggressive drivers sometimes they probably shouldn't be driving the the mercedes at 70 miles an hour through the street while i'm trying to jaywalk but otherwise safe street what are you doing jaywalking you fucking criminal I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to start something. Sounds with like the cop. you're the sketchy one there. Yeah, Brett. I know I yeah, I'd be all for living on an Armenian mafia controlled mm-hmm. street as long as I didn't own a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as long as they weren't shaking Throwing, me down yeah. for protection money. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah, if they just shoot like, each other, just because they're not going to let someone. I don't like, go outside anyway. That's their. That's their turf. Like that's someone disrespecting them. You just like go to the there's guy just, down the street and you're like, someone broke in. You oh, guys, no. there's just never street parking though. No, no, they just leave their cars at. They just. You know what you should do? This is borderline racist start all of a sudden, shooting, Brett. Start shooting motherfuckers. <laughs> With what? My duck hunt gun? Robert Evans <laughs> has guns. 11 days from Robert now, Evans will sell you, you a be. gun in the parking lot of a Walmart. I'm not going to be as miffed about that's it. That's not illegal. That's not legal here. No, it's not illegal at all. No, that's that's illegal here. You oh, can't, it's you illegal can't, here. You can't do oh, that yeah, here. Yeah. 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 California has pretty strict laws about buying and selling guns. Yeah. Mexico? Like, I, I keep coming back to that. Some of the strictest gun laws in the world. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why they cut off each other's heads all the time and put them in coolers. But they all, don't have guns. There is so much gun violence there, and it's all our fault. Like, every gun they have is illegally shipped there mm-hmm. from the U.S. I wasn't listening at the beginning of this podcast. Did you also say where that gun store is and how you get there? It's in uh, Mexico City, and it's on a military base. <laughs> and you have to go through all this. Uh, you have to do all these things to prove you're competent to own a gun for protection purposes only. 
and then you're allowed to buy one small handgun and one box of bullets. See, in Texas, I bought an AK-47 before I could legally buy a six-pack of beer. Yeah. I was 20 years old. I had $400, and it took 10 minutes. Jesus Christ. Well, in, Probably if you lived in Mexico, you would have to go... <laughs> you, if you lived in, like, say, Tijuana or Oaxaca, like something like Border City, and I guess Oaxaca's not. Oaxaca's uh, Juarez. Not. Let's say Juarez. And you would have to drive, like, 400 miles to go get a gun. And well, then... You and you'd have that to have a like job. like a 10-day waiting period. Yeah. yeah. You've got to drive. <laughs> Three. Well, and on the, other, on, the other, uh, on the other end of that, there are these civilian groups in Mexico. I think Alto Defensas is some, it, it's some, something like that. I mean, it's like self-defense forces. And it's basically groups in some southern Mexican states that have been like, this cartel shit is, is bullcrap. And they just got a bunch of guns together and started killing cartel members on their own. And they've cleared, in at least one of the states, they cleared out the Knights Templar, like almost all of their operations in that particular oh, area there's a drug cartel called the knights templar oh yeah they wear like knight helmets and shit what? they have like that's the, like illuminati shit. no it's really crazy they, it they've got like yeah they dress like medieval knights and they do like <laughs> rituals and stuff it's like some D D shit John um, but they murder a lot of, of people. all the ones to kill why are they killing those guys because they're really they violent great. they kill a lot of people but what they're really doing is nipping in the bud a warriors type situation where you yeah. have various gangs on roller skates some of them are like <laughs> just in hockey pads like that's a shame. Mexico <laughs> sounds so exciting right now. <laughs> Brett, you've, up, yeah. have you ever thought about buying a gun? No. Well, I've thought about it. Yes, the answer is no. Yeah, I've never bought one. I've never thought about it. Man, this guy owns Jesus. nine guns. Well, yeah. Tell us about your guns. Shit, well, I've got uh, an AK-40. Well, it's actually the, the semi-automatic legal version of an AK-47. It's called a Wasser 10. I think it's Yugoslavian. Um, I had to leave all my 30-round magazines behind in Texas because right. of California law. So how many, how, which, what kind of clip can you have here? Magazines. Oh, fuck. All a right. clip is oh, a little geez. metal. Let me get my glossary out. Uh, Gun um, terms. It's very Entertainment weekly. Yeah, it's like um, these. How, yeah, how, many, how many bolts can your magazine uh, hold here? Ten. You can't have any uh, detachable y13. magazine. I think you I can't have any kind of magazine in California that holds it more than ten rounds, actually. Uh, handguns okay. or uh, so ten. Or Can you have a bayonet? Because if you don't, no, you're ba- fucking up. Bayonet lugs are uh, so they're when when people talk about the assault weapons ban, it doesn't actually ban like types of weapons. It bans features. So if you have more than one of a certain feature, like you can't have a pistol grip and a collapsing stock. So like this is legal because it has a pistol grip but no collapsing stock. But I'm sure there's like that is not a California legal. Great radio. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, Robert Evans pictures. is pointing at pictures on a computer screen. Sure. So there's a bunch of different features, and one of the features that is banned, if I'm not mistaken, it's, uh, all the different assault weapons bans are a little different, but I think California specifically says you can't have bayonet lugs. So basically, um, the bayonet like, feels like the least threatening part yeah. of an AK-47. Assault, assault weapons bans are mostly bullshit, or actually pretty much entirely bullshit, because like, I can still have the AK-47. It's not like anyone's not going to be able to carry out a mass shooting because they can't have a bayonet on their gun. Yeah. They're mostly just like laws to make people feel better. I, I'm of the opinion that if you want to stop, like if you actually want meaningful gun laws, you either don't restrict the types of guns people can buy and just restrict who can buy guns, or you ban them all and the government confiscates them. I think anything in yeah. between is mostly just to make people feel better, but doesn't make anyone safer. Like just saying, oh, this one gun is illegal, but you can have this other gun that's basically the same. It just looks a little different. It's just stupid. Can, yeah. I, can I ask you kind of a dumb Gun question. Agreed. Mm. With your 33 round cri- clips on uh, magazines. Oh boy. Who oh boy. Yeah, 30, 30 round magazines. Mm-hmm. How come on all those guns, they're always like, they always have like that flaccid curve to them as, instead of just being straight and rigid? I assume it's because it feeds better. Now, there are there are guns that have straight magazines, too. Um, yeah, the Uzis. ones that curve are called, like, banana magazines. Yeah, Uzis have straight banana magazines. Clip. Most handguns do, but also, like, guns like the FAL have straight magazines. But, oh, yeah, so what is the point of a banana clip? As opposed I, to a I really, clip? I don't know enough about the way Okay, can we start this work. over? I thought Robert <laughs> Evans knew way more than he does. Get somebody else in this here. This is such Sorry. a disappointment. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Off I go. Thank you. They do look cooler. Welcome to NPR. (laughs) You're here with Delicious Dish. This is Wiretap from the Canadian Broadcasting Company, CBC. Shout out. I was on that podcast once. Really? Yeah. I was way out of my league. For what? Like, people listen to that. Um, I wrote an article about the benefits of growing up fat. Oh, right. That's a good one. And they interviewed me about it. It was fun. So me and Soren Bowie, I've only Mm. ever shot a gun once in my life. And it was when Robert Brockway moved back to Oregon, and he had bought on Groupon. (laughs) 
He bought one for him and one for his wife, and it was basically like, was it a self defense? Yes, course? It, yeah, it was a it was a whole course <laughs> on self defense. It was so sketchy, and like, and it had like these descriptions that were vague but very alluring. Like, uh, it teach you how to like defend yourself against someone with. It said defend yourself against, and then it was like this big long thing of of people, like a guy with a knife, somebody attacking you, like wasps. But really, all that meant was. How to defend yourself against all of these different predators and attackers <laughs> by shooting cougar. a gun. <laughs> and so yeah. it's just gun trading. And we, uh, it was so scat. The guy, I remember he was like, his office was at an airport or something. <laughs> yeah. Man. Like he was in, it was in an airport. We, like uh, a, had to have an a airplane to hanger. go to the class. <laughs> I was driving us there. We were both thinking about maybe writing about it. And then it got, and then it became a situation where we were like, well, maybe we don't get out of here alive. Yeah. <laughs> because we had to go to an airport and I, there were hangar, like it was a private airport down near LAX. The final level is how to defend yourself against a man who teaches self-defense. We had classes. to call him when we were close so that he could tell us how to get there uh, and open Christ. gates for us. And like, he opened all these gates. We drive out and then we drive in between. They're not even hangars. They're like, it looks like just public storage. And we're yeah. driving down these aisles. I'm amazed you guys didn't end up in a series of trash bags. Yeah. And so were we. Me too. We, it was, was he clearly living at this place here as well? No. no. Oh, okay. But we had, we had been joking. I wouldn't have been surprised. And then we were no longer joking because it was like a serious <laughs> situation where this guy, he's just like, follow me. And, <laughs> and we drove behind this guy oh. through these storage units. And then we finally stop at this one and he lifts it up. And it's his office. <laughs> it's got like pictures on the wall and stuff and a couch. And he like has us sit on the couch and takes out a gun. <laughs> what type of gun? Uh, just a, like a nine millimeter. Okay. Yeah. Takes out a nine millimeter and just starts talking. Like puts it on the table and starts talking about it. Yeah. That's and, how like, I start every interview on the personal experience <laughs> team is gun on the table. Don't even mention it. Just right to the question. And then when he gets to the point where he's like, and he's like, and this is how you look, this is how you do everything. And he's like, no, you guys, you guys use this one. And he gave us just this, like, blue dummy gun. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> like, and he, he, it was really hard for him to keep the temperature at an even keel in this little uh, public storage space because he had a, a space heater. And it was in the middle of winter, and he would constantly turn okay, it on. Los and Los Angeles back winter, so right. it was what sixty eight. No, I mean it would get way too hot in there. And yeah, he would turn it off. And <laughs> That's then what I'm saying. It was like sixty eight. And then our, our serial killer would get a slight chill, and he would turn it back on, and it would like we'd start baking in there. And he showed us on his computer, like had us come over and look yeah, at the monitor, he had like a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> he wanted Christ. to show us the different parts of the gun and like the anatomy of the gun, and so we knew each the name of all the different parts and things like that. This was not a self-defense course. It was just a dude who's like, well, fucking, I got a gun. What can I, I'm going to make a Groupon. <laughs> so this is a Groupon, so other people say, did this as well. Probably not. I thought at first you were going to say that Brockway had like a Groupon to buy a gun with a bunch of people, and they were all going in on one gun. Like that Simpsons episode where they buy the old Radioactive Man comic, everyone fighting over it. I get to keep the gun tonight. The best part, it was a two-part thing, because yeah. we had to go from the airplane hangar and then he was, again, follow me. We went to a gun range. He put a bunch of guns in a duffel bag and said, follow me. And, and we did. Did you get on the, did you get on the road with Because it was a guns? great value. I we think did. that's illegal. I'm fairly, I, again, I'm not super up on California law, but I think in order to drive, you definitely have to have the guns unloaded to drive with them in California. And I, it may specify a locking case, but I don't he, know Well, okay, that. yeah. This did have, he did have them unloaded when we drove around. But that I might be I don't enough. remember if the duffel bag had a lock on it or not. If it was in the trunk, um, for my safety, enough. I want to say he it, it did. Yeah, just yeah. so he doesn't hear this and go, "I'm going to kill." This I think it's probably enough if it's in like a locking trunk, but I'm not 100 percent on that. I haven't done much any shooting out here because I hate gun ranges. Yeah, well then, we, so we went to a gun range and they all knew him there pretty well, mm -hmm. very well. They were like, "Are you going to kill these two? Yeah, <laughs> the, the, you got two more. All right, great. <laughs> you need to use the freezer." <laughs> <laughs> and then Adam and I went and shot guns with this dude for a little while, and. uh he told us about like stances and stuff like that. Yeah, it was fun. I like it. Good shooting guns is fun. Yeah, shooting guns is great. I think everybody should shoot guns, even if you think they should be illegal. It's still super fun. Right. I think. Yeah, like, I, I think mean, it like should a, be illegal, but I've shot guns and yeah, I've I'm, never had such an adrenaline rush. I, I own a bunch of guns. And I'm about yeah. fifty fifty on the should it be. Like I said, I think they should either severely limit who can buy them, but not what guns they can buy, or just ban them all and confiscate. Exactly. Them. I mean, it's easy living in California, and I live in New York too. Very liberal places where it's you know where nobody really has guns, and it's easy to be like, oh, they should just get rid of them. And 
and anyone who wants to fight the government about it is a Crow Magnon man, but I meet you, and you're like, oh well, hey, yeah, of course Evan should have a gun. And, and the, thing, a gun. the thing fine. you gotta keep care. in mind is it's like a big part of like I shot my, a gun for the first time when I was seven. My uncle came over. There was like we had this pond, and my grandpa fished out on the pond, but he was getting like it got infested by these massive invasive turtles, like snapping turtles that ate all the fish. So my grandpa That's couldn't. Adorable. What? My grandpa couldn't go fishing. He was like he had Parkinson's. He was old. That was like one of his few pleasures left in life. So my fish uncle turtles. brought a couple of twenty twos out and shot, taught me how to shoot them, and then we just. Every time the turtles would pop out for air, bop, and the heads would go pop. That's the beginning of, like, a supervillain story. No, that's, that's like, origin what story. everyone in Oklahoma does when they're kids. If they're not actively out shooting deers and turkeys at that point. Like, it was not a weird thing where I came up from that I had Just shot Just recreationally shooting turtles. One of my yeah, first shooting experiences, it was with a BB gun. My dad had bought me this BB gun at a garage sale. And uh, it was like a handgun kind of thing. It was, like, really small. And I was watching a football game at my grandmother's house, and this mouse ran behind the TV. Ooh. And I was like, I have a BB gun. I'm going to try and shoot that mouse. And it ran in the closet, and I got this BB gun, and I was like 10 feet away, and it just kind of poked its head out from behind this hose, and I shot it in the face. Whoa. And I saw its tail, like, like go in there. And I felt so bad. Yeah, you you (laughs) murdered it. Yeah, I murdered the shit out of that mouse. I bet it had a bunch of babies that starved. Yeah, probably. Good. It's good. You know it birthed you them all, mm-hmm. like, at the moment of death, and then I shot all them in the you head. You saved sure. your family from the hantavirus. That was noble of <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. So you both killed early. You yeah. both killed something early on in at your life. At an early age. Yeah. Intentionally. Man. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. killers here. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, I it's saw good. two ants eating a bee the other day, and I, I stomped on that. Oh, you get, what? They all had it coming. Yeah, yeah. If you'd have gotten hit by a bus, then you'd yeah, have it Yeah, I didn't want those too. ants to get all amped up about their place in society. <laughs> like, I'm still on top, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I also got a pretty good score on the Buzz Lightyear game in Disneyland. Who is that guy? Brett, yeah. <laughs> what, what, is, what's, what are you doing? I don't know. How were you at Duck Hunt? Did you ever try to shoot the dog? You asked um, me? Everyone tries I was to a shoot little, the dog. Uh, I, didn't have, I didn't have a Nintendo. I had an SNES. Didn't have Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah. Cause Fucking you're, rich kids. You're, young. Stupor, you're, you're super young. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah asshole. The, the NES. The original NES. He's busy playing. Too young for that. F-Zero. F-Zero. Super Mario World. The Aladdin game. This is good. List them all off. <laughs> Please tell Just us every, every game you have. Madden 94. Don't forget <laughs> Turtles in Time. Oh, Turtles in Time, of course. That game Ninja, was the shit. Ninja, yeah. yeah, Ninja's 4, Turtles in Time. Robert Evans, uh, there's a thing in the also on that documentary I was watching, there's a thing in Arizona uh, on the 4th of July, I think, where it's basically uh, you bring your assault rifles and they set up an obstacle course and you just like run around. And- oh, that's uh, the only fun. So d- should we? can we go do that? If we if you if you know someone with land out near here, then yes. Well, let's just go to Arizona and let's buy it. some we land. We can do that too. It's oh, the Fourth of July. Got the guns. Let's go um, celebrate the Fourth of July by shooting guns at an obstacle course. I would love to. Do that. We'll write an like, article about it. Three we don't, acres. It, you don't even need an like the problem. And and I think one of the <laughs> things people who come from states like California, states like New York, places where very few people actually own land there, so you're not likely to just know someone who has like 80 acres or whatnot out in the middle of nowhere is the only shooting culture is at gun ranges. And gun ranges, I don't know, some people really enjoy improving their accurate proficiency and whatnot. I think it's boring, and especially when people use a lot of, like, man-shaped targets, it can get a little creepy. The, the, <laughs> the funnest thing about shooting is just to go out into the middle of nowhere and blow up random stuff. Old computers, fire extinguishers, shoot at old cars, get, like, blocks of tannerite explosives and just shoot them so they make, boom, the huge fucking explosions. Um, like get inside a truck and drive the truck and shoot from the moving vehicle. That's a shitload of fun. Like firing a handgun from a moving truck. This. Can we I dive? Out. Can I dive and shoot like sideways? You're damn I'm right you this, can. But I just don't. It's just hard living in this America where the people who have guns are like, well, if you want to defend yourself, then you should also get a gun. It's like, well, I don't want to play this sport. It's like, it's like we're all playing football and I don't want to play football. And they're like, well, you need to buy a helmet and buy pads and stuff. I, I don't no, want to and like, play this game. Dave and Buster should just be guns. Like, it should just be a place yeah. you can go shoot shit and drink. I think there should be, you should just be, like, if you should and be that's able to, the only place you should be able to be just, like, legal. put on a bunch of pads with all of your friends and get shotguns loaded with rock salt and just shoot at each other. And that sh- that should be like a, a business. That still kill you? That, no, no, no. It's fine. Isn't that paintball essentially? 
yeah, but with real guns, just mm-hmm. loaded with less than lethal rounds, and everyone wears like a bunch of padding, like put on whatever fucking people who I can't umpires wear that you drive around and run around with a loaded gun and drink and shoot. I've seen World War Z. I know that the minute you step on something slick, you shoot yourself in the face by accident. <laughs> no. That's that's those are the rules. Like <laughs> I've that never... was my favorite scene in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It's a. Uh, it's pretty simple to have safe fun with guns. Like the 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 two key rules are like never point a gun at anything you're not okay with a bullet being inside, and every gun is always loaded. Um, it doesn't matter if you like cleared the gun if you're like actively pulling back the slide and looking down it and see that there's no bullet in there. Every gun everywhere is always loaded. That's just like That's the first fair. safety rule. The, yeah. The day I figured out that I shouldn't have a gun, I had gone shooting with Sean Baby, who's a columnist for Correct. He and I had shotguns, and we were shooting these forty-four Magnums. And, oh, that's a fun gun. And he had just finished, and uh, he left the hammer, like the hammer pulled back, and I assumed that there were no more bullets. <laughs> no, I was like, no, no, I no. was like, oh, I should just like, I should bring this hammer down. Well, I'll just, I'll just point towards the range and and take it down. And I just, and I didn't sort of like half-heartedly point mm. it towards the range, actually towards the floor, and it shot. Yeah. his last, the last bullet, and sure it hit did. the floor, and it ricocheted. <laughs> And that was a bad moment for me. Well, now the good thing is that you remembered that other key rule that the gun was pointed at something that you were okay if a bullet went into it. Like yeah, that's a yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. whatever, it's a floor. Like so right. that's that's one good thing. You forgot the other really important rule though. Yeah, well I I I was mad more at him that he had even left one in the chamber cuz those are not like, those are not cheap bullets when you're at the range. No, it's like a dollar fifty for a forty four, <laughs> maybe two bucks now. Yeah. Shit. You should just always assume like you don't know anything about a gun when you yeah. pick it up. Just like no, approach it like a fucking like a alien. woman. I think alien. I know plenty about women, motherfucker. Like just approach it like an alien spacecraft. Like meh. I think there should be. I think if you if you gra- go to a public school in the United States, there should be a course at some point, probably a couple of them, about just the basics of gun. Like this yeah. is what a if gun we're is. Have this is this how it's constructed. Guns in the country, like this is how to know if it's loaded. This is how to unload a gun. Yes. Um, I think there's just there's so there's more than one gun for every person in this country. It should be a basic like fact of like, hey, this is a reality. Like, there's a shitload of yeah, guns here. You right. should know you a know, little bit should, about them. We should do that as long as there's also like mandatory sex education as well. I, that is yeah, an no. accident. Like, I, you know what? Yeah, if, absolutely. If conservative folks who are all about guns want to do that. Then we should also meet in the middle. Add two more classes. I get think rid it of PE. Be the same day. Fucking bring in politics. No PE. No PE. They should combine gun and Brett, sex class. Class. Yeah, there should be one fucking and killing class. Sex and guns yeah. class. Who would skip that? Ooh, <laughs> not me. I go. honestly, I I'd feel like I'm in a, a pretty good pocket. Having I, I don't own a gun, and I don't think I will. But I've shot enough like variations of guns that I'm like, okay, well, I get it. Like I get how yeah. to use it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that seems like enough. If there was an apocalyptic situation, which every Everyone clearly is praying for already. I'd be all right if it's I found gonna a gun. It's going to be such a shit show because I know there's just so many people who have bought like handguns or whatnot and be like, this is going to be my apocalypse thing. And yeah. A handgun is accurate in like a trained police officer's hands. About 10 feet is where they tend to be like yeah. functional, functionally accurate yeah. with. Like if you shoot, especially if you're moving or if the target's moving, you're not going to hit shit with that fucking That's handgun. That's what that guy told really us. really well yeah. trained. That serial killer told Adam and I that. He says it's really hard to hit somebody moving. Like yeah. really tough for him. They're like and running I, the opposite direction. I feel like he was telling us to run when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just get away. Well, and like the they do, I, I forget the name of the guy who position or proposition this law but basically like and you can find police training videos on the matter like if a guy has a knife in his hand and he's 20 feet away from you and you have a gun and a holster he will stab the shit out of you before you can get that gun drawn and shoot him yeah they're not like what movies make them out to be they're not like these omnipotent death sticks they're tools that require quite a bit of now they're also tools that you can accidentally just kill the shit out of somebody with without trying so that's yeah yeah they are death sticks but rarely at the intended target yeah i don't think i could I'd be comfortable like having a gun in my hand while I'm running around at all because I know that that thing's going to go off especially that, if I'm drunk. They don't go off that easily. Like I Well, but I'll, but I said when I say it's yeah. going to go off, I'm I'm you're going to pull I, that trigger. I'm asserting yeah. blame to the gun itself. But yes, I It's will pull also the trigger really by important not to ever put your finger on the trigger unless you're willing to shoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cuz they don't like that's another big myth is that like you can drop them and Yeah, they'll, I was going to go bring off. that. Unless there's some older guns that like are really unsafe and that yeah, you drop that fucker and it's going to start shooting. But that's especially with modern firearms, that's almost impossible to do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Whose cell phone is, keeps going? Yeah, off? whose cell phone keeps going off? God damn it! I don't have one. Well, it's still in the room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 
it was just a gesture then. Did you just toss it on the floor? He's got a case around it that he oh. got at some tech conference. He's got a tough skin on it. Threw it against the wall. Yeah, that was going off a lot, wasn't it? I think that's every time I get an email, so I'm sure Jack is just furious at me for something. Probably. Mm-hmm. We're all furious at you. Yeah, you don't even realize it. Brett, should that's we why do, I own all those guns. Should we do comments? Yeah. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. I want you to know that's not true. You can shoot those problems away. Shoot them in the fucking face. This segment is called Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid goddamn comments from the past couple shows and respond to them personally. Fade it out, Brad, before I shoot you in the head. Do we have voicemails? Yeah, of course. D- did either of you know this show has a voicemail line? <laughs> What what is voicemail? <laughs> That's so exciting. Why would you? And yeah. you actually get voicemails? Is that like a we text get a, message? We get with, a lot of voice speaking. Like, people legitimately call us with their problems. Five zero five three unpops is the number. Five zero five three unpops. It's five zero five three eight six seven six seven seven. Keep it short. Ask a question. That'll get you on the air. If you're yeah. doing like a four minute monologue about whatever, no, not gonna happen. So, Sorry. do we have a voicemail this week? We do, of course. Yeah, let's listen to it. Yeah, first off, I haven't heard a lot of problem solving. It's mainly just a bunch of bitching, which is why I'm calling. The fuck is wrong with Olive Garden and friggin' Red Lobster? Everything. You cannot fuck up pasta. I can make pasta shit-faced drunk, it comes out great. I taste <laughs> it the next day, it's fine. Whatever. Red Lobster, standard fucking seafood. Nothing fucking wrong with it. So, explain yourselves. Wait, well, what? I can't explain is myself. He, oh, oh, was he saying, like, is he trying to defend Olive Garden and Red Lobster? Yeah, he's I can't explain Fuck you, myself. you're the worst. Yes, is he saying pasta that... is impossible to fuck up, yet somehow Olive Garden has done it for yeah. $14.95. Yeah. Oh, wait, how, did he just say that Red Lobster was, like, solid seafood? Yeah. Have I you... can tell you, I don't want to give away this no. man's location, but he's calling from a state that does not border water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't know seafood, motherfucker. No, Olive that... Garden's endless pasta bowl is like a threat. Like, I don't even see that as a deal. I see that them... They put your picture on the wall after you <laughs> eat it? <laughs> yeah, like... We fucking dare you. <laughs> yeah, they put your picture on the wall before you eat it. I'd love to see that man versus food guy just go to an Olive Garden. Was the context for you guys just saying that it was shitty food there, or that the restaurants are shitty? I think this Every, guy, yeah. I think I think this this, guy yeah, needs to know that nothing he's eaten at Red Lobster has been dead less than a month. Yeah, if you think Red Lobster's good, go somewhere near water and eat fish. You will change your mind. He's <laughs> a different animal. <laughs> Or go to Long John Silver's. I prefer Long John Silver's over Red Lobster. Because at least it's honest. Real talk. And then on the Olive Garden, I love Italian food. On the Olive Garden, yes, you can make pasta shit-faced drunk at home, and it will taste good. It will probably taste better than Olive Garden. You're going <laughs> exactly. to, which <laughs> means you shouldn't problem. be going to Olive Garden. You should be going to a nicer Italian restaurant if you want to go out for Italian food. Or just drink and cook your own pasta and save yeah. the money and spend it on alcohol. $2 on pasta, $12 on alcohol. That's a better deal. Yeah, the than... problem with Olive Garden is that it isn't better than homemade. Yeah, and that's a problem when yeah. you're eating out. Because even vegetables taste good when you're at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Like you taste them and they're like, you're like, what did they do? These are delightful. <laughs> You'll never do that at home. But you can hook up some Olive Garden at home. They have a lot of audacity for not selling frozen meals. Like I feel like that's what they are. Like it's just frozen pasta. Fucking Olive Garden. And bottomless breadsticks, though. I think that's the reason you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the soup and breadsticks, mm-hmm. lunch. Yeah, fill you up. A friend and I went there at like 9 or 10 in the morning right when they opened up once, and we just ordered wine. We got two of like the big liter and a half <laughs> bottles of wine and just got so fucking drunk. Um, and they stopped giving us breadsticks at one point. Like, they didn't entirely, but they would bring over the basket, and there'd be just one breadstick in it. <laughs> and it'd be like, I think they're angry at us. You went there as soon as they opened? And yeah. Just uh, we should just great. follow That's Robert great. Evans around with a camera for a single day. And yeah. just see what his life is like in a day. The last time I went to Olive Garden, it was with uh, it was when I lived in South Dakota. It was with my ex. Her family was in town from Detroit. And this guy, uh, her uncle, he was uh, kind of rich. But he was really cool, and he wanted to take everyone to dinner. And her family was down from this shithole town in South Dakota, and they were like, we want to go to Olive Garden. <laughs> and he was like, I will take you anywhere. Why do you want to go to Olive Garden? And they were like, we want to go to Olive Garden. And he was pissed. So we get to Olive Garden, 
And he orders a bottle of wine, and they pass it around, and some people pour a glass, and he starts swigging out of the fucking bottle. And his wife is like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm at Olive Garden. When you hear your family. Yeah. You- yeah. He's like, that's what I'm supposed this to do. This is as good, as good as I have to act here. <laughs> it was great. Olive Garden sucked, but... I really wish great. that they did... Is it Olive Garden that treats you... Is it when you're here yeah, your family? Yeah, when you're here yeah. your family. I really wish that they did treat you like family. Like when you're in the bathroom, like some, a woman would come knock on the door and ask if you're masturbating hey. in there. <laughs> or like your dad Or at the just table. like, what do you want in your salad? <laughs> yeah, you'd see, you'd see people... Like an interracial couple there, and some guy just comes out and goes, Not in my house! <laughs> <laughs> Brett, uh, Brett, why did you look so... I was just yeah. Brett had his NPR face on. No, I was thinking if I could add to the joke, and I was like, no, I don't have anything good. That was that was the peak. Yeah, it was pretty good joke. Do we have any more voicemails, or we just that's it? Okay, five hundred five three M pops. Five hundred five three M pops. Um, yeah, I can't read any of the comments from here, Brett. You read them. Is there anything good? Oh wait, this this motherfucker, Benedict Laz. Is that what it says? Guys, chill with the hand egg commentary and back to public shaming. Or is this the moment when you embarrass yourselves because you go off topic on your podcast? LOL. First of all, dudes don't say LOL. And beyond that, we go off topic on this podcast constantly, Benedict. I'm going to make a prediction based on his, his picture. And I, I think that he's a DJ, but not a DJ <laughs> that anyone has ever paid to DJ or asked to DJ. He's just the guy that shows up to a house party with a laptop and is like, you want me to DJ? Anyone got some speakers? Is it because of those glasses? It's those look, because yeah, of those everything like, about... He's got a pointy goatee. Yeah. That's yeah. a real dead yeah. That jacket, the way he's just kind of like sitting there. Yeah, he's the got... The fact an... that Laz is in no way his last name. Yeah, he's got an, a very average entertainer face. Yeah. <laughs> that was shitty. <laughs> I'd sooner shit my pants. Who's saying this? Scott Lowe. This is Rob Lowe's uh, brother-in-law. I'd sooner shit my pants than listen to any more talk about how great the Denver Broncos are. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, right? All right. Take it easy, Scott. Why don't you nurse that child in your picture? I don't He's know. He's got what two I'm, of them. Loser. Sorry. <laughs> I don't mean when I'm angry. Congratulations I, on your two young girls. That will probably not be an issue in about 16 years. Listen, the Denver Broncos are a great team. Yeah, well, There's no problem acknowledging that Denver Broncos are a great team. Yeah. Sometimes. They're fun to root for. No, they're not. Sure they are. What's fun about them? There is nothing fun about them. As, <laughs> you know, I did read an article, though, recently that uh, my friends officially, like the Denver Broncos are now officially America's team. Like they have, oh, yeah, I did read that. They and have then the it was most fans. The, the Giants country. right after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Dallas. Yeah, well, it's because... Fuck um, you, Dallas! It's all Robert Evans. Are we Utah, talking about Wyoming, Montana. There's <laughs> right. so many... There's, like, you so many states You have a bunch of box states right around it yeah. that don't have a team. Like, my dad grew up in Nebraska, and he was a Broncos fan. Nebraska barely a, touches Colorado. Yeah, a lot and of people... I grew up in L.A., and I'm a Broncos fan, and I'm excited about this new Chargers-Raiders thing that's going to happen. I get me to go too. to two Broncos games a year. Yeah, me too. They're, probably they're, they're gonna trying to get a joint stadium in LA. Oh, they'll probably yeah, wouldn't that be great? They'll probably they're gonna maybe move one of them to the NFC West and bring this and bring someone from the NFC West into mm-hmm. the AFC. So there's two teams that aren't sharing a stadium in the same conference. Oh, I don't same like division. that. Do it. No, I do it. Why would you want that in LA? No, I want both those teams. I want both of them to stay AFC West teams so I can see the, see the Broncos. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes I sense. Know, but looking forward to it. Fucking nerds. Yeah, that's gonna be great if it happens. Yeah. See, now no longer about guns. Now you have to be left out of the conversation. I Lots of comments this week about how good I am. Thanks, everyone. Not yeah. going to read through them we'll specifically. S- we'll skip Just ones. asking for bad ones now, Brett. You guys are lame. Indica is superior. Shut up. There's no difference. Everyone's lying there about is. that. No. Yeah, there is. No, it's like wine people being like, oh, this <laughs> no. has notes of... No, who did you do? Like, make my head race. No, there's good pot so, and there's bad pot. <laughs> somebody, somebody said that... My sister said Peyton Manning looks like the grandma from The Land Before Time. You're absolutely right. <laughs> just Ouch. the big man. The same way that like, Squidward looks like, oh no, Lamar Odom. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Alex Schmidt says Kyle Orton is the kissing your sister of quarterbacks in that it's like not terrible. I mean, yeah. I don't have a sister, but like it's always surprisingly not bad. I don't know. If you've, if you've kissed your sister, leave a comment. I like Kyle Orton. I wish we wouldn't have traded him. As a teen, I broke up with someone over Ghost Rider, says Care Bear Boobs. And Adam, ATB, do you like adult cartoons like Bob's Burgers or South Park? This sounds like a mature person. I replied, 
Uh, are they adult cartoons or are they for 12-year-olds? I replied to that. I like adult cart. Like, I like some. Like, I like The Simpsons. I like Space Ghost. These are not adult cartoons. Space Ghost Coast to Coast was kind of an adult that was cartoon. Space so Ghost was The Coast Simpsons Coast was for about eight seasons. Yeah. Space Ghost Coast to Coast is my favorite fucking cartoon ever. My favorite cartoon ever is Clone High. Oh, that it's was an best. amazing show. The best. That's it the whole reason I'm looking forward to that last, show, man, last on man on Earth show. Earth. Yeah. It was Phil Lord and Chris Miller and Bill Lawrence early Scrubs days. As what well. a cock punch of an ending episode. I too. know it's very oh it's god infuriating. It's so, it it really is because oh man. Hit it, Brett! <laughs> Jesus Christ, a little never bit of mind. a delay there. <laughs> there we go. You bastard. Should we get the fuck out of here? It's been yep. almost an hour. You motherfuckers don't have anything to plug. Well, no, me and Soren are doing the uh, the unpopular opinion. Soren and I. All right, me and Robert Evans. <laughs> Soren and I uh-huh. uh, are doing the uh, unpopular opinion two-year anniversary show on March 3rd. Muscle tough. There are going to be so many great fucking comics there. Lori Kilmartin. Fucking Robert Evans just yawned through your whole plug. What mm-hmm. a dick. Yeah, we're going to edit that out and replace it with... <laughs> gunfire <laughs> that's how it sounds when i yawn yeah basically in a fantasy world yeah lots of good comics laurie kilmartin mm-hmm. mo mandel matt mccarthy me soren Bowie, mm-hmm. who you missed sh- a spot shaving i can see now oh, Ooh, dude, yeah amazing. look at that it's actually i'm trying to grow a beard and that's the only place it grows <laughs> <laughs> it's a soul patch it's just on side uh robert evans you don't have anything to plug right you're doing oh you're doing the show soon aren't you I like yeah, April, I April think. or something yeah I'm I think gonna the, do stand up again I think the first uh, Tuesday in April Robert Evans will be on the Unpopular Opinion live show ah oh, Jesus I don't have anything to plug either uh, March 3rd like I said come see us uh, oh wait no I'm gonna be in Albuquerque April what's your problem you Brett go in there my girlfriend lives there oh but Ooh. I also do shows there I'm doing a show April 2nd at the Guild in Albuquerque and then we're doing a show April Six. I'll plug something in Albuquerque that I have no relation to, but you should go there. It's the best head shop I've ever been to. It's called Birdsong, and it's in downtown Albuquerque. It has some really cool pipes. The dude who runs it is is great at finding good pipes. I actually will go there. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. great head shop. Yeah, and we're going to be in Kansas City April 6th at Davies Uptown Rambler. How great is that club name? Uh, so, that sounds yeah. like a band. Also, like probably a jam band. be shut up. <laughs> <laughs> also, be probably performing at South by Southwest as well. Oh, so come check that out. Will we? Not me. Apparently, <laughs> I said I will be. You motherfucker! I'm not gonna be in Kansas City with you. Although I do have a huge Kansas City constituent because they got a radio I show know. called The Buzz there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you you tell them Soren sent you. Yeah, we're already <laughs> working on it. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah, April second. Albuquerque, April 6th, Kansas City. Come see me, Jeff May, and Genevieve Mueller. Tell some jokes. It's going to be good times. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Robert Evans. Bye. Say goodbye, Soren Bowie. So long. Goodbye, Soren Bowie. <laughs>